So, in Diablo 2, when you die, all of your items, or no, not all of your items, but your potions get dropped back into your inventory because your equipment is left on your body and your belt, which holds all your potions, is left on your body. So the potions, which can no longer fit on your belt, are dumped into your inventory. Now, Why can't they no longer fit on your belt if you die? How does that change? Your belt's still the same size, No, right? no, because you default, you're, you're basically naked. And you can only have four potions if you have Oh, so belt. you still carry the potions after you die? No, you can carry... F okay, you oh, can you carry, carry up four, a maximum right? of 16 potions, depending on the size belt you have. Uh -huh. The default is four potions. If you die, okay. you can only carry four potions. And the rest If of you them have are no your... belt, you can carry four potions. And the rest of them are on your equipment wherever you left it. Yeah, in your inventory. So you have to push the I button, and there's a big space with all the all slots. Right. Well, I never played it. Okay, okay, I got you. Yeah. So... Yeah, all potions that no longer fit on the default belt now go in your inventory. Now, since I've been since the game has been out, which has been 2000, 2001, 2001, I have been clicking the potions in the inventory and then dragging them to the belt to put them back. This has been a major pain in the ass for the last was it eight years? How long does it take to do it? Uh, if you have a lot of po if you have all sixteen potions, so you're putting mm -hmm. twelve potions back. It can it could take a good minute or two, and if you're fighting a boss, that's bad. <laughs> because if you're in a multiplayer game and you're busy putting your potions back in your belt, and the boss dies, you miss out on the looting, which oh. generally is a is a spamming of the mouse button to try to pick up everything else before somebody else gets it. <laughs> but anyway, I was a uh, buddy of mine. He's also a listener of the show because I tell him to listen, and that's just the way it is. But uh, he he complained about it too. Now he had just mm. picked this up about a month ago. He just started playing it. A buddy of his uh, lent him the game, and he was saying, "Man, this sucks. I mean, when you die, I have to put all the potions back. Click and drag, click and drag." And another guy that was uh, with us said, "No, just shift click, shift right click, shift right click on the potions. It'll put it all back, or put the potion you clicked on. It'll put it back." And I did this, and I instantly became violent. I wanted to punch him in the face so bad, because this was eight years of frustration, finally this coming is, to a head. This isn't a guy giving you bad information. Yes, he wouldn't even give me bad information. information. It's just eight years of frustration of having to do that friggin' click-drag deal with the potions. You rather that shift-right-click never existed because you didn't know about it. <sighs> I, I knew something existed. I was just lazy and never figured it out. Mm. It's annoying. It's frustrating. You do the same thing for eight years and you realize, oh, yeah, just shift click. Okay. It's all And it makes it all better. So a minute and a half of your time, or what was a minute and a half of my time, was easily solved in five seconds. <laughs> if that. Yeah. Add all those minutes up over the time you've played the game. What do you got? Do what now? If you added all those minutes up of clicking and dragging over the times you died in Diablo. Oh my so god. Imagine how much time you could have saved. Is it really that great a game? It's a pretty good game. Okay. Our listener all right, Don doesn't think it's a great game, so our listeners Dude, I, I don't know anything about it much. I think I've seen somebody play it like once. RetroRPG at gmail dot com. Send send emails saying Telling Don how how good a game Diablo 2 is. Yeah, but but isn't isn't Diablo 2 only online? 
No, you could do it offline too, but it's better. Will we do it's it a better offline? Experience if you do it online. Can me and you do it o- offline? Mm-hmm. Not really. I mean, we can log into <laughs> Battle.net and create a private game to where it's just me and you playing Dude, through the game. That kind of sounds gay. But it'll be playing through the game like normal. Yeah, we could. We, me and you, will be playing that through the work. game like normal. To I don't like playing like online RPGs. Oh my! Uh, I don't want to play with uh, other people online. The most that you can grab or for other people to play is eight. It's not an MMO. And you could play by yourself if you wanted to. Just make the room private. Add a password to it. The most people in the world is eight. Yes, in okay, one well room that, at one okay, time. Okay, that'd be a little bit better then. Yeah, the, the most people in one game can be eight. Well, eight including yourself, so seven other people. Fair enough. Okay, makes a little more sense. Maybe it would be more fun. I don't know. Welcome to the Retro RPG Podcast, so episode 9, the second part and final part of Earthbound. Mm-hmm. My name is Derek, always joined by Don. Hey, let me introduce myself, you asshole. My name's Don. There. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, my name's Don. You'll be mean, call me an ass for I'm sorry, I'm just starting the show out right, okay. Alright, uh, I, I know we've kind of been lacking as far as information goes regarding our podcast so before we get into the game let's get this out of the way you can find us at um retro rpgs so it's retro rpgs dot libsyn l-i-b-s-y-n.com i don't think you can pull up our website through itunes if you can i don't know about it you don't need a www in front of it it'll put the http um there automatically so Retro, R-E-T-R-O, R-P-G-S, dot Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N, dot com. Yeah, I kind of assume that people just find it from there, but how many iTunes downloads do we usually get? Is there a lot of people listening through iTunes? Our last episode, we had more iTunes downloads than uh, through the website. And looking at our uh, little download stats that Libsyn provides us, it's uh, <laughs> our show looks like it's been on a downcline. We've been losing listeners for whatever reason. Oh, God. No, our listeners are beginning a tighter cult fan base is what it is. You gotta look at the you gotta spin it for the good. No. No, we need more. <laughs> oh, uh, quantity over quality then. What quality? Hey, at least the only uh, quality we control is. At least the five people that uh know us uh, you know, actually uh comment on the videos. <laughs> and religious religious uh, religiously at least. Uh, speaking of comments, um we are still looking for ideas for the uh for the next uh, game after Fantasy Star, and if we don't get any really solid recommendations, we'll do uh, I'm talking not just from three people. Then I'm just gonna go ahead and pick something randomly. And that works. So, uh, so get to the website. Send us email retrorpg at gmail dot com. Send us emails with your suggestions. Leave comments on the website. Again, I mean, no Final Fantasy, no Chrono Trigger. Let's. Pretty much the rules. I mean, I did make a post regarding the Aww. rules. But... Man, Chrono Trigger, I just can't wait. Chrono Trigger kind of falls in with the fan, uh, not fan, but a mm-hmm. Final Fantasy genre. 
So no, do not compare it to that group. Ugh. Completely different. Well, Above it. Not getting into it yet. All right, fair enough. Actually, yeah. probably next Final Fantasy we'll do. We'll we need to get a bigger fan base before we do like the actual like great games. Yeah, and we need more listeners. So tell your friends, whatever message boards you go to. All right, we're, we've we've spent too long begging our our listeners to do. Yeah, stuff. this is ridiculous. All right, you already give them the email. Yeah, All right, I already gave out the email, so let's let's get right into Earthbound. So out of the, I mean, we know Maxwell had a favorite of him, which was the retro hippie. I yeah, think. the new age retro hippie. Right, right. So I started like looking through it, like, okay, well, I need a favorite enemy too, because they're 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 all crazy, right? They're all like weird enemies, and yeah. I got mine. What's your favorite enemy? I don't have one. There's not one you came across that I don't know made you laugh or you thought it was funny. <sighs> Anything? No, not really. But then again, I've only been up for an hour, so uh, I yeah. know. Uh, yeah, I don't have a fra- favorite enemy, at least not one that I can think of right now. No, the 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 first one I stood out on the first uh, part was the scalding cup of coffee because it was just crazy. It didn't make any sense. Okay, fi- I'll get the the. I'm fighting it, a the... cup of coffee that's scalding me with its uh, espresso or whatever. The road signs. I got a kick out of the road sign. Oh really? Yeah, those yeah. are kind of weird and hacky. I remember when we're in the moonshine or whatever that place. Oh where my god, that place! The, all the abstract paintings are attacking you. Crazy. That was a crazy place. I don't even think we went over that in the first podcast because we were both so exhausted. No, my favorite enemy is a giant pile of puke. <laughs> I think that's just a last. I'm, I'm fighting vomit. I'm in a battle with vomit. <laughs> I did pile like, of it. I did like the uh, the boss that was essentially a pile of vomit. Because every time he talked, he would just burp. Oh, yeah. They put the belch in. That was pretty cool. Yeah, effect. I did like the belching. That was, that was... I got a kick out of that. Yeah, they did that pretty good just for, like, one boss. So, what is the darkness? Ugh. It's an awful place. Don't go there. You, you don't like it? I hated that place. You didn't like the swamp part? What, was it too hard for you or what? No, it was just took too freaking long. It was annoying. I, spent, I probably spent an hour and a half in there. And yes, we were using walkthroughs. We were kind of yes. cheating, but... I don't Farman. think it's cheating in this game. dropped the ball at, on this part. I, said, I don't think... What are you talking about? They dropped the ball. Okay... They didn't really give an accurate description on how to navigate the swamp. So sure you, they did. No, they didn't. They just said, okay, goddamn, I'm going to pull it up right now. But pull it up. I got it open right now. Let me over, scroll over to it. Yeah, we did have... Well, I don't consider cheating using the walkthrough in this case because the game came with the strategy guide originally. They knew it was going to be tough. I mean, just think, remember that monkey cave thing? That would have been almost impossible to get through without like, knowing some stuff. All right. But this is the way they describe how to get through... The swamp. Right, After much trudging, you'll come across a pinkish, pinkish enemy. That's the boss for this yeah. particular area. It just says that you just wander around aimlessly until you randomly he's find like it. He's like three. He's like three. Uh, he's like three fourths the way through the swampland. Right. I I could not find it, and okay, I kept now, getting my ass handed to me. Are you on the website right now on yeah. the deep darkness? Okay. Scroll to the top. 
and I want you to click on map one. Go fuck yourself. Can you click on click on map one for Go me? Go fuck yourself. I don't care. What, what is Moving that show? On. Does that Stop. show you an entire map layout of the Shut entire swamp? So you know exactly where all the items are and how to get to Mr. Pink Boss? Oh, yes it does. So don't tell me that Starman let you down. They got a great walkthrough. I stand corrected then. That's I'm sorry, right. Starman. Don't You got you just got pwned. Don't don't kill me. Don't hurt me. Okay. Anyway, um yeah, I didn't like the darkness at all. I I don't know if it was the environment. Uh, I did keep I did get my ass handed to me a couple times, so that made it unpleasant. Yeah, stay stay out of the deep swamp area, you know. Yeah, that'll kill you because your characters are drowning. <laughs> Slowly. Yeah, for whatever reason, nobody knows how to swim in this game. Hey, they're just kids on an adventure. Give them a break. They're kids on an adventure. Yeah, they. They have all this power. They're pretty they, young. Well, it doesn't mean they can actually like float above the water here. They can at least swim. They know how to kick their feet and move their arms. It's sludge, but it might be a bunch of junk in the you know, hey, swamp. Hey, hey, Mythbusters can swim swim through syrup. Ness can swim through friggin' swamp. Oh, Jesus, they do that myth? Yes, they did. Was that even a myth? Swimming through syrup? Uh, or like you say, syrup? Why you gotta, why you gotta bust balls on <laughs> <high>? Syrup. <laughs> syrup. <laughs> Fine, I'll call it syrup. I think it is syrup. Not syrup. Whatever. Whatever, they, they swam through it. Okay, and then moving on. Moving on. Yeah, have you ever tried to teleport out of the darkness? It's impossible. <laughs> Dude, I got, I had to walk, and this is what pissed me off, because I knew once you go through the darkness, you get to this, what is it, Tygon Village or whatever, where it's all these people that are, all these, like, little green guys that are shy, yeah. and you have to go get a book of shyness from the library <laughs> in the original town. Now you're not going to trudge all the way back through the entire game. No, you're going to you're going to use the teleport feature, right? Cuz you don't yeah. need to use the bus anymore, which is a great feature. Right. But you have to you have to, the teleport feature, they have to basically run a mile across the screen without hitting anything. Just like a little pebble gets in their way, boom, they get stopped. Oh you yeah. Know, they turn they turn brown like they got caught on fire or whatever, and then you have to do it again. And once you get, so you're like, okay, I can't do it in the in the village. The village is too small. So I go out back into the deep darkness. And I'm like, there's got to be a place I could do it here. And I literally had to trudge like halfway back through the swamp just to find a spot. I did find a so spot because I was getting pissed. I didn't want to walk all the way through the darkness again to teleport. Barely. What did you uh, have to do? Okay. I, I was, uh, I refused to go back through the swamp. So, did you know that while you're running to um to sp get speed for your teleport, that you can still control your character? You can move them left, right. No. Yes, you can. Oh, I didn't even try that. <laughs> what I did, if you open up the map again for the darkness, up the mm -hmm. Tendra Villa Village, and I'll, I'll link the um. You just ran in circles, didn't you? N hold on, I'll link the uh the I'll put a link up to the. Uh, in the show notes, so people can yeah, you can, can put a picture along where, and, where the and understand what right. I'm talking about. Yeah. All right, up near Tundra Village. If you if you go back into the swamp, the very first bush you come to, in between those two trees, uh huh. I think if you go to the second bush to the right of it, and then turn around, mm -hmm. so you're facing back towards Tundra Village, and then yeah. start to teleport. If you run to the first tree, push down, and then run, and then push left right before you hit the bush. You'll run through the through the mountain and teleport to wherever it is that you need to go. Nice. 
I didn't know that. God, why yeah, didn't that... he play around with the directional button? I didn't even <laughs> think to do that. I thought <laughs> they had to run in the... Ah! Well, it, it, eventually it, it fixes itself. I guess once you get to a certain level, it unlocks teleport, whatever. Beta. Yes. Or whatever the yeah, next... Teleport beta. Yeah. Which basically they run in a giant circle. So, and usually you can find enough space to use the beta. Yeah, you didn't but I didn't, know I didn't, I don't think I guy? had that been till then. What? You didn't know you could control a guy? No, I didn't know you could turn around and, and do stuff like that. <laughs> Why don't you just run in a circle? <laughs> Once you get at a certain speed, it's, it's, human response time is not that fast. Yeah, because some places, even in major cities, you have to find a decent stretch to run. Yeah. I wish I would have known that crap. Well, that'll, uh, that'll teach, teach you. you. Yeah. Well, even with the teleport beta, did you just activate it and then just not touch the controller? Yeah. Oh, you can still move with beta going. Well, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know you could move with alpha, uh, whatever the magic well, was. Well, if you paid attention with beta, they would start rules tiny, and then the circle would get bigger and bigger. Uh-huh. So if you're not paying attention, if you're near something, you're going to hit it. So uh -huh. you can actually move the character out of the way while they're performing teleport beta, so they uh, won't run into anything. Well, crap. Well, once I used beta, it was I was fine. That wasn't that big a deal. The only thing, the only place that you really got frustrated was the darkness, because I'm like, I gotta trudge through this entire spot to go to the beginning of the darkness to actually run across, because there is a de decent strip at the beginning. And I'm like, oh man. Well, there's a, a uh, there's a monkey in the um, what is it? The the little area up. Up at the beginning where the arms dealer is, there's a monkey you teach teleport yeah. to. And he shows you. He runs, and then he'll turn at the last second and then teleport away. Is that what he's back. showing you? I thought it was just the monkeys that could do. Well, I no, don't know. the monkey. I said, oh, the monkey just turned in while doing teleport. I wonder if I can do that. Crap, I didn't put two and two together. Oh, God help you if you ever play Super Metroid. Why? Because the, 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 the game doesn't tell you shit. It shows you how to do it. It doesn't uh, tell you how to do it. Jesus Christ, the monkey, if you couldn't learn from the goddamn monkey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give me a quick breaking balls here. I didn't know about the monkey teleport turning a little device. Moving on. Okay, now this now this next one. Uh, don't kill the atomic power robot first. Yeah, what's going on with that? Okay, well, I don't know. You remember when you fought the atomic power robot in uh, that really trip out, like, multicolored, yeah, Starman area? When you first run into the Starman? Yeah. Okay, well, this is just another great thing, I think, about the actual battle system that we didn't get into on the first one as much. And the battle system, I think, is, like, almost perfected perfectly. Like, it's kind of like Chrono Trigger where you can see your enemies sometimes. Yeah. But these ones, they'll walk around. They're not always in the same place. And if they're if they're stronger than you, they'll run up and chase you down. If you're like, oh, I don't want to fight them, you're running away, they can sometimes catch up with you and get you. On the yeah. same token... If you're too high a level, they'll avoid you like the plague, so you could chase them, and they're running away from you. It's hilarious. But it's, there's there's a different system to it. So once you're actually fighting a bunch of enemies, because they all seem to, once you get into battle, they all seem to just crowd around from anywhere nearby and, and want to join the battle. And the atomic power robots, if you destroy them first, they explode, like almost wiping out your characters. You know, it, it gives them like three, 400 damage, right? So you always so there's at least strategy once you know about certain enemies that you okay I gotta kill this enemy last because he's gonna explode and do like a bunch of damage at the end and it's not instant damage right there's a rolling HP counter 
which I love about the H. I love I love this about the HP counter. So it's it's going down. It's not going down too fast, but it's still like slowly ticking down. So you hopefully want to if you got enough HP and you know the other enemies are weak, you could probably beat them all before you have to before uh, it goes down to zero. Because once the once the battle's over with, your HP stops going down. So I I mean I think that was just ingenious. Uh, as far as the battle system go, I haven't seen anything, any way, anything like it in other games, and I don't know. Yeah, but um, even if you're running away, it can be it can be frustrating the way that the characters are set because the characters follow Ness. Mm -hmm. And say all three of you, or not all three, but three of the four of you are behind a wall. Mm -hmm. But I think Pooh is the last one that follows you yeah, around. If yeah. Pooh is not behind the wall yet, and the enemy touches him before it gets stuck on that corner. Then you have to fight it, and more yeah. than likely the enemy will get a surprise attack because Pooh was facing the wrong way. Oh yeah, I know you're talking that. Yeah, because you're facing the wrong way, it's a surprise attack on you. Yeah. And so if, if the enemy the, the enemy does not have to touch Ness to start a fight. Yeah, you can touch any of your enemy characters. Yeah. The long line. That's a problem too, because even after you're you're bigger and stronger than them, and they try to run away, one of your other dumb characters will accidentally run into them after, as you're walking by them. Like, yeah. And you have to fight them anyway. It's like ugh. Waste of time. Not to mention, I love. Remember, once you're really stronger than the character, the the enemies, you just automatically win. Yeah. No. Now you only automatically win if it's just one enemy. If a group of them, if you happen to touch a group of enemies, regardless, even if it's the 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 dog and the snake from the very beginning of the game and you're level eighty, you will have to fight them. You will never automatically win against two enemies. At least that's what I've. No, I've, I've won against the most. I've won against this three, I think. You've won against uh, automatically uh, won against three enemies. Uh, the same kind, but it's not all the time. It's kind of weird how it works. I think it might have to be a surprise attack on them. Am I, I don't know. I and that's even when they were still attacking me. So they'd run up to me sometimes, and if there were only like one or two of them, I'd automatically win. Yeah, some of them, even if they'll just be such low level, and for whatever reason they'll run up and attack anyway, you'll still automatically win. But yeah. For me, whatever reason, I never automatically won against more than more than one enemy. I've if it won was two or more, then I had to fight them. I've won against two a couple times, and I think only won against three once. Speaking of which, did you find a good place to level up? I sure did. You said I, did you, I remember in the first part you mentioned leveling up somewhere, which was good, but I didn't use anything like that. Where was the in the first part of the game? Where did um, you what was it? The uh, Are you talking about the caterpillar? I think it was the seventh safe spot. Mm -hmm. But when you enter the cave, there's a bunch of these orange ball-looking things. Nah, Fobby. Yeah. Ah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, you just fight eight of them and then go go away, and they'll come back and fight them again. Keep doing that. Ah, oh, I love that's how I that's how I uh, went up too. Was the Fobbies? They give you 4,500 experience per Fobby, and they're just cute little orange balls or whatever with legs. And yeah, the thing is. I don't know about you, but they hardly ever hit me. Anything they tried on me never, like, worked. They didn't do any damage, roughly. Out of, like, 1 out of 20 might actually give me some a little damage, but it wasn't much. They're not hard to kill. They weren't, you know, too strong, but they just gave you a ton of experience. I leveled up, like, at least probably 10 levels in there. Just, uh, not even taking long to run around killing Fobbies. I could, sometimes I can zone out in the game and just keep going with it. Like, you don't even know you've been there for two hours doing the same actions over again. This, yeah, so they were great. 
I enjoyed fighting them and getting experience. Once you get down to the second cave, those those damn spheres and oh everything. Oh my god, that place sucked so bad. The, that was the hardest place in the game, almost. The electro, much, yeah. Electros, uh, whatever. And I didn't have my Franklin badge on me. Ah, I got that. Ooh, and I, I wasn't about to go back outside and find a town and make phone calls. What are you talking about? Tendra Village has a phone in the pile of junk. Oh, oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, there's uh, a phone there, but I wasn't about to have to go back upstairs just to make a like, phone call. No, but then you make the phone call. You still have to go outside because otherwise the the dude won't find you. Won't he run in? He'll run into places. The S-Cargo guy. Yeah, he'll come into places. No, he never came inside places. He always called me up and then said, I can't find you. Oh, yeah, I, I found that once where I was, like, up on a ladder. I'm like, wow, he's never delivering. So I call him back again. And they say, oh, he's on a he's on a trip route right now. I'm like, yeah, he's on a trip. He's up on a trip to me. Where the hell is he at? <laughs> so I walk around some more. Eventually, he calls me. I couldn't find you, so uh, I went back. I'm like, damn it. Damn it. I don't think he'll come inside the tender village. Maybe, maybe you're right. I don't. I can't I, remember for certain. You have to go outside. Yeah, you might be right. I am right. Don't argue. But uh, I'll, did I tell you? I had to go back and get the second sanctuary port uh, point. That uh, yeah. that damn uh, bear. <laughs> yeah, how'd that fight go after your level fifty? Just uh, dominated. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he lasted one round against me. But I mean, I was supposed to get it before, and I what? knew. I remember. I was, well, here's the thing: when you're in that blue cult or happy land town or whatever, uh huh. You know, there's a cave to the right. I went yes. in there and all that, but I was like, I already saved uh, Paula, and they already were telling me to go head back to like what Tucson or whatever. And I'm like, ah, there's probably nothing in there. What the hell? So I just kind of went back to Tucson and continue the story. Okay, so you've played enough RPGs now to know you do not forego exploration in a cave. No, some caves are optional. What? That was that didn't mean, you know? I didn't the know there was something RPGs in RPGs to go into places and do stuff. Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff in RPGs that are just extra. I thought it was an extra a little bit. I was wrong. Ugh. Yeah, because when I finally got at the end of part one, I'm like, I asked you, do you have the second point? Because, like, I, I've got a, a big gap in between my, you know, little soundstone thing. And you told me you had it. I'm like, oh, God, where'd I miss it? <laughs> so I had to look it up in uh, the walkthrough and I'm like oh there it is the one place I didn't look uh, go figure that didn't take long I teleported there fine so did you did you get any of the super secret items the one the the one 128th chance of no I did not yeah I didn't I, I tried with the star man and I got bored you have to beat him 128 times well roughly if you got a chance of having one right no, so, well, that's the thing, lucky. though. You, you have a 1 in 128th chance to drop it. That does not mean it will drop yeah, you might if be you unlucky. kill 128 of them. Right, you could get unlucky. You could get extremely unlucky, kill 500 of them, and yeah. you finally get it. That's true. That was, there was something about... I think the same thing was in Final Fantasy twelve. There was some sword. It was in some treasure chest it would drop. But it was like 1 in 1,000 chance. And I remember look, uh, well, of course we know. I think it was somewhere in some walkthrough, but it must have been the best weapon in the game. I it sounds, oh, I don't know. It was a combination combination of chests that you're not supposed to open. Oh no no no! I'm not talking about that one. Yeah, that that's correct too. But that's where you get one of them. But there's another treasure chest that you can literally, it has a one in one thousand chance of getting it. I don't know about that one. 
And, and so, and there was somebody that actually did that because apparently that treasure chest comes back eventually. They they don't all just disappear, right? In Final Fantasy XII. No, they do not disappear. You can go back at a later point and get them. So this is what this guy did. He must. It usually took him roughly 24 hours of constant play, just constant restarting and going back to this point, getting close as you know, saving as close to it as possible, and continually opening it to get the weapon. I couldn't do that. I know, isn't that crazy? No, he didn't do it once. All his characters had the best weapon in the game. I can't, I can't do that. Can you that. imagine? I mean, yeah. The game becomes too easy at that point. Oh, well, he was already level 9, 99 with everything anyways. His whole goal was to get just to be the best. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you could set goals like that and do it he that did way. It. But... He didn't. Once you play through it and beat it. Yeah, but I could see the 128 items being, like, good replay value. Because I know there's a lot of stuff, like, extra crap that we didn't get. I don't even think I got Pooh's weapon. Wasn't that Pooh's weapon, the Starman one that dropped? Yeah, yeah. His best weapon? I got all his other three items that he could wear. Did you get all those three? Mm, the body, yes, the head, the and the other? other? Yes. Because he, ha- he didn't have options to equip anything else. Or anything else that you equip to him would really drop his uh, stats. Yeah, you couldn't equip anything on him. Yeah, yeah. So it was Unless just it was that the king stuff. Yeah, so... But there's also... I think there's other drops, like Jeff's best weapon you could drop or something. I don't know. There's other 128 items. And there's a lot of the uber weapons I just did not get because it was at the end of the game. I wanted wanted to beat it. They weren't really necessary to beat the game. I didn't have that trouble when I was there. Now, I remember Les, Ness being level 80, probably. I think I was around level 80-ish when I, when yeah. I was fighting the last guy. And I, I went prepared into that battle. But, uh... Anyways, let's go into the next. Uh... Moving on. The okay, so the final boss for the final safe spot, dude, was a bitch. The Took final forever. safe spot. Which boss are you referring to? The the fire dog, and then he turned into the carbon dog or diamond dog or whatever it was. You had issues with him? Yes, I think I I, I died the first time. I can't remember. There was something special about the boss that you had to do, and I didn't have anything that I was supposed to have to make it easy. That's see, I had everything that was uh, supposed to have, so that's how I made it easier. You didn't get prepared. Yeah, I didn't have the multi-bottle rockets. I think I had one, and I didn't have enough to to finish the fight with. Oh, uh, those are the best weapons you can buy in the game. Oh for yeah, Jeff, for Jeff at least. Yeah, the multi-bottle bottle rockets will destroy any boss. anything. Almost any boss, it can almost destroy it in one hit. They're almost too good. Oh, that that boss was just completely annoying. I bet he was if he didn't have the right stuff. But once you beat it, then now you're inside Ness's head. Inside of his mind. That's the cra- Yeah, that is the crazy part. This whole game was crazy. <laughs> like, even for like somebody who did a bunch of drugs. It's even- cr- It's just crazy. <laughs> I can't wrap my, wrap my head around it. Okay, so. Gigantic carrots and apples and tomatoes grown out of the ground. And every person you talked to made the color change. Yeah, the whole background color. Oh God, it's everybody. And yeah, talking to them was pretty amusing in itself because every every everything, everyone you talked to had something. Well, I guess retarded to say, which was funny. Yeah, yeah. God, it was bizarre. Pokey was in there. Was he? Yeah, but this time Pokey was basically kowtowing to Ness instead of being a dick. Well, yeah, it's your mind. You make it how you like it. Uh, I was getting fed up with Pokey. Yeah, I, uh, well, I was like, is this guy going to be the end boss? 
Is this guy gonna be the end guy? Is this how it works out? It's been a trick all. I, I, I couldn't figure it out. Uh, I don't know. So remember when we're getting each sanctuary point, we actually get like, we actually... Ness seems to recall his childhood. Yes. So that was kind of like hinting that you're gonna get some kind of information. Getting, getting, uh, seeing his mom as a young girl and getting whiffs of pussy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, I yes I know the juvenile, and I have the the mentality of an eight-year-old, but hey, it's funny to me. Yeah. So uh, it's just a, it a bizarre game, dude. Well, w once you reach the end of Ness's uh, mind, I I think it's the end. Or you fight whatever it is, and then you see Ness basically in a crib being born. You see his father and mother there. Yeah, and that's his, where his dead his deadbeat father. Well, you don't see any of them. Oh, you see him in when he when he's looking at himself in the crib. Oh yeah, and yeah. When they give him the hat. Oh yeah, yeah. And then he, he they find out he has powers. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because I didn't choose steak, they said let's make let's make some pussy to celebrate. <laughs> or let's have some pussy to celebrate. Like no, that's how you got in this mess with the kid. <laughs> You're just going to have another kid if you keep doing that. That's where his sister came from. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's... <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, I don't yeah. know, I'm still thinking that was probably the best decision I ever made with this game. Renaming <laughs> the uh, the hobbies and favorite foods. Yeah, you got really into that. Well, they they kept putting them in there everywhere. Even the even with the steak one, it didn't make sense on occasions. Like, like, what? It's Ness's favorite food. It's not your favorite food. Why? Wow, that's all that everybody asks for. Remember at the restaurant in Summers, they ask, "Oh, we don't serve, we don't serve steak here." Uh no, I didn't go in there. Oh, you should have, because it would have oh, they would have told you, "Oh, we don't serve pussy here." <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it was a nice steak. There was a nice restaurant too, because I'm like, "Well, why don't you serve steak? Steak's a, a, a nice food for a nice restaurant." What are you talking about? How's a restaurant not serve steak? Exactly. How you call like, yourself a restaurant unless you're a bar? That's why that yeah that's why it's uh doesn't doesn't really make any sense. Oh whatever. But what yeah once you're done with Ness's mind, it's that's pretty much the end of the game. After that you you go and tie up a few loose ends and you're fighting the boss. Yeah. Well we're gonna jump jump backwards for a moment before we start talking <laughs> about the end of the game. And oh yeah. Welcome to the land of the lost. Yes. <laughs> I. I. I don't know what to say about this place. It's just, did they really have to have the dinosaur land? They don't have to do anything. They do it because they want to do it. <laughs> it pops into their head and say, eh, let's add this area. You go down to this dinosaur land and you wander around, and the, and you're only about five pixels high. Yeah. You're just a blob of pixels walking around. There's giant dinosaurs walking around the land. And then the dinosaurs are 50 stories tall, yeah. which you can defeat, and which which shrink down to to normal size enemies when you fight them. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, then you get to the Tendra village, which contains Tendras that are not shy, and they move down there because they didn't want to be shy. They didn't like the people that were shy. Right. They moved down there back in right. time. Now, when you get there, there's a Tendra that comes up and says, "What the hell are you doing outside the gate or outside the fence?" We, why? What are you doing in the dinosaur pen? Yeah, I was like, "What? What are you talking about? You guys are the one fenced in." <laughs> oh yeah, well they're dumb too. I mean, you know. <laughs> well here we'll let you in because you got something on you. Well, there's an item in that place. Uh, what was it Pooh's cape? I think. Yeah. That if you didn't pay attention, you just completely skip over it. 
That's right. You have to explore all of the dinosaur land to get all the treasure boxes. All of them? I only got that one. Eh, I think there might have been something else that was worthwhile around there. Probably just a random item. Yeah, but that's where, the, that's where the talking rock is. And it explains your purpose in the game. Uh, what is Ness's purpose? I don't remember talking to the rock. You never talked to the rock? It's, it's in the village. Remember. It's in where they let you in that uh, fence. Oh, oh, yeah, I talked to the rock, but he just said... Your purpose is to stop Gygus, I think. He didn't go on some long spiel like I thought he was going to. No, he went into a decent spiel where he said that you are, that Ness is the chosen one. And there's multiple universes. So he's he's got to save everything. He didn't tell me that. He did not tell me that. And he tells, and he tells you that you're the chosen one. I think he just went through a, through a short spiel with me. He didn't go into some long, detailed explanation. He told you how you're not just saving this planet, you're saving the universe. I don't remember that. And there's multiple universes or something crazy. Don't I don't know, that. maybe you got something different. I hear, at least in the walkthrough as far as concerned, once you beat one enemy, what was it, the guy that was in your brain, the main like boss of your brain, once you beat him, it, it's got a random, it's random on how good... Because Ness points will jump up, right? Yeah. Considerably. But it's ran it's set up randomly or, or something where either you can get lucky and he'll become like just unstoppably strong. Or you can get a you can get a, get a crappy roll or whatever and he won't he'll only gain a little bit. I don't know <laughs> if just I got see one, one point to everything. Do you remember how many points you got out of that experience? Uh, I think it was an average of three or four. Three or four what? Points per uh, per little level up that he had when you bought, beat the last guy. I mean, how? What experience points did you get? There's a certain I didn't amount. Get, I didn't get any experience points. It was just all stat increases. No, there's experience points too. I got 200k experience. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, it might have been 200,000. Okay, experience. okay, so that was good. Maybe it's the status things that change. Yeah, I think it was the stats that all change. Because on average, I'd say I got about four. I think I got five or something. I mean, they varied. Sometimes it'd be two, sometimes it'd be five and three, but I think on I average, did, I'd say four. I think I did decent. But yeah, that's a random part in the game where it could chuss. So maybe it decides certain parts of the story depending on how you play it. I don't know. I don't know how you don't remember the talking rock telling you all this stuff. I don't remember because he didn't tell me anything. He didn't tell me anything I already knew. Well, I mean, he, man, I don't know. It gave you more information on this, I guess, as far as him being the chosen one and, you know, there's multiple universes and all that, which didn't really answer anything except make it like, what? Make you have more questions. <laughs> oh, whatever. It's a yeah. talking rock. Yeah, I know. Okay. Anyway, uh, I mean, we could spend forever talking about this game, but... It really has got so many different layers to it. Uh, it it's it's time to... to well, the final boss, let's just get right into it. Well, how do you get to him? Isn't it kind of weird how we get to oh, him? Oh, my... Yes, I, I've started... You have to <laughs> basically kill yourself and have your soul put into a robot. Yeah, because you, you have to travel with some ship. Is it back yes. in time and space? or something? I don't know. It, it, it's, it basically goes all Terminator on you. Anything that's... <laughs> it, it's, it's, no, it's reverse time travel. Ter, ter, it's reverse Terminator time travel. Okay. See, where anything biological will make it through in Terminator, but clothes and whatnot just won't make it. Right. However, in Earthbound, anything biological won't make it through, and stuff that's not alive will make it through. Yeah, so that's so you, why you had to have your soul put in the robot. Yeah, by Dr. Astronauts or whatever. And yeah, you're just a bunch of robots walking around with each other, and he still has his cap. So somehow he yeah. brought his cap along. I don't, at that point, I'm thinking, really? Was it really necessary to take that route? 
I mean, you could have just shoved them into the little pod thing and sent them, sent us on our way. Hey, it's another twist. I, I don't know what to tell you. They, they, it was such an unconventional RPG. It was so absurd. The absurdity of it all was just, ugh. I, I, I didn't like it. The robot thing, I, but <laughs> it did make it easy to regain your, uh, HP and whatnot back as you as you tried to trudge your way up towards Gygus. You just go back to the ship and say, repair me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, But yeah, if you save after that, though, you can't go back. Nope, that's you, it. You, you that's save on no robot. Return. Yeah, so if you missed anything in the game before, so I, I don't kind of like that, but they kind of warn you in the game, like, hey, you sure you want to go? Because you won't be able to come back. Are you positive? They ask you like a dozen times before you actually get on the ship. Yeah. So it kind of lets you know that, hey, you're not coming back from this if you save after this. The road to Gygus. That was just a pain in the ass in itself. Because I had to run back to the ship a bunch did of you? times. Really? Yeah. Yes, what I did, did I have? Well, I stocked up so much ready for battle on things that I needed. Because the walkers are kind of recommend stuff. But I, I... So I dropped a ton of items to clear up most of my inventory. Mm-hmm. So I had a bunch... A bunch of... There was some kind of, like, bowl of soup or something? What was it? Hold on, let me look here. Oh, cup of life noodles? Or brain soup or whatever it was? Yeah, some kind of brain soup that did, like, 300 HP and 50 PP recovery. <laughs> PP. Yeah, and I had Jeff. He had his main equipment on, and then he had all the rest was multiple bottle rockets. Yeah, that, that's what I did. For Paula, I had her equipment, right? And uh-huh. all that was left was super plush bears. And then for Pooh, he had all the brain uh, uh, food soup. For Ness, I think he had some horns of life and maybe... What else did he have? He might have had a Franklin badge and some other crap. That's pretty much that's pretty much how I had it. Although yeah. the plush bears didn't last all that long. They, I don't think I went through all of them, though, ever. I, did, I went through all of them. But then wow. again, I kept, I kept getting my ass handed to me. I had to run back to the ship and... Get yeah, those enemies prepared. are tough at the end on that walkthrough. And there's so many of them dancing around. So basically what I did is once I beat one of them or whatever, I'd be just hauling ass running past him while I'm, you know, still, you know, have that blinking nobody can hurt you. <laughs> Invincible, like, after a couple of seconds. And that's how I got through that step. Well, once you get to Gygus, you're greeted by your good pal, Pokey. I, I, I figured they were going to throw that in. They had to. Because there was so much build up on him just being a total dick to you through most of the game, stealing your helicopter, doing all this other crap. Yeah. So I, I wanted to fight him at the end. He drove me nuts. I don't know why he becomes the Doom Spider. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, and the thing is, he's. It's almost as if he's the one controlling Gygus. No, you think that was it? Something about Gygus being all crazy. Because he has so much power, he just went mad or insane. Yeah, he's like so evil, he can't control his evilness. Uh, okay, so why is Pokey standing there next to him then? I guess they get along because he's... I don't know, you think they, he'd just destroy Pokey. Well, they didn't really understand why Gygus decided to say, Okay, yeah, Pokey, come on, let's go. Yeah, how did they I, team up in the first... It doesn't make any sense. Uh, no, it doesn't. That part annoyed me. Yeah, because he was just your next-door neighbor. You know, maybe you didn't get along with him at first, but then all of a sudden... He's I mean, Pokey does say, well, I decided to team or join with Gygus because he's this super badass. Yeah. Well, okay, that doesn't tell me anything, though. Why is he super badass? Why would super badass need a kid with him? Yeah, really. And why would super badass give you some 
spider tank thing. Yeah, that was weird. Did you notice the music going on when you're fighting Gygus? Ugh. What What does that remind you of? Maybe the first, because there's three different incarnations of Gygus, right? Three different... No, I know the music you're talking about, but it didn't really remind me of anything. It, I, I think they could have put that exact music into the original Doom. It had that feel to it. No, I think the music played too fast. The tempo was too uh, was too fast for it to be a doom doom song. Oh yeah, if they slowed it down a bit, it could. Now the praying. Uh, there's three three forms of guidance. The first form was just Pokey, mm -hmm. and then you beat Pokey, and then Pokey turns off the nightmare machine or whatever it was. I guess it kept Gygus in check. Yeah, and which didn't like what nightmare machine? What are you talking about? I don't know, it's like, what the, maybe just flip it off, Ooh, there's a light switch nearby? How, how are you just gonna flip it off? Yeah, so that's after you beat Pokey, because your first, the first form, you have to just focus on Pokey. And I think I just launched multi-body rockets at him, like, constantly. Yeah, I was done with him, I think I had him beat, what, four or five turns? Yeah, he wasn't that bad. Then, uh, yeah, the second form of a guy, I guess, a swirling red gas thing. It had a little face in the center, but it was moving around so much you couldn't really tell what it was. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. That one also reminded me of Doom. How does that remind you of Doom? Remember on, uh, was it Doom 2 or whatever? They had that, I think on the box it was like a red bloody face kind of all, like, melded out. Oh, okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's what, and I was already hearing the soundtrack, and I was thinking the Doom soundtrack, so I'm like, wow, this is like really getting me into Doom. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, the, and then the third phase, which is just the same, same form, but um, you can't beat on Gygus this time. When you can beat on, you ain't gonna get far though. You had to pray. And at this point, I, I mean, if I ha if I didn't use the walkthrough, I would have done put a hand through, a fist through my monitors. I'd never used pray. I used pray a few times, and I said, okay, I guess it heals people, it heals a random person for a random amount. So it, it's I just wrote it off and considered it useless. What? The prayer the prayer ability, Paula's prayer. Did you didn't use it at the I end? I used it in the fight, yeah, cuz the walkthrough told me to. Yeah. My but, question yeah. is can you beat the last in the last part of them with uh, without praying? I don't know. Cuz you already you have that ability beforehand, right? Yeah. Did you ever yeah, use you, it before? Yeah, and I told you it just randomly heals people. Oh, through that's all it's for at the beginning? I don't think I ever used Prey before the actual final battle. I thought it was useless, and then the walkthrough told me to pray, so I prayed. So would you would you have used it in the final battle at all? If I did not no. read the walkthrough, no. So the question is... I would have fought the final boss about eight times before I became so enraged I started killing people, and then I would have read the walkthrough. I wonder... And maybe somebody can answer. I know Maxwell's played this game. Can you beat it without praying? Anybody? Um, yeah, send uh, send email or write comments on the thing. RetroRPG RetroRPG at gmail dot com. Can you beat him without without praying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's got to be. A, yeah, you probably can. Might take a lot lot longer. So you beat Gygus, and at the end, you get a letter from Pokey, and he's being a dick once again. Come and get me if you can. Well, well, first, yeah. So first, you get to walk around and explore all this, all the towns now. Yeah, you can explore, talk to people. There's no enemies anymore. No. 
but you get to explore. And I think they said there's. I didn't do all the exploring at the end. I was done. I didn't either. I just went know. straight home. That was right, because that's where you finish the game. Uh, I didn't do all the exploring, but apparently there's like two hours worth of you know just talking to everybody and, and figuring everything out. You know, and pl- and I think there's some things that might change depending on how you played the game. Yeah, from what yeah, I read. Like, I just went straight home, so I didn't talk to everybody. Same here. I just went to home. Oh, also, you, you can die at the end after you beat Gygus. You can die? Yeah. Did you read uh, in that walkthrough? It said, remember when you're in Summers and you went to that uh, museum? Yeah. Uh, you had to fight those, what were they? Those Mummy things? On. Yeah, those mummy type things. Those Shattered Man. Shattered Man guys. Yeah. Now, if you made it in that room and just read the, whatever the... That uh, te- that little tablet, and then ran out of the room before fighting those two guys. They'll still they'd be there. S- they'd still exist. <laughs> so what you could do is, after you beat Gaius, you can go back to Summers into that museum and fight them, but let yourself lose. And once you lose, it'll get into just a loop where you keep le- you keep showing Ness. You know how it shows the spotlight at the end. Yeah. Where they're bringing him back, but he never comes back. It just shows. It keeps showing it. It keeps showing showing it. <laughs> In a loop. I'm like, that's hilarious. Oh, something that made it past QA. Eh, well, well that's, yeah. something, that's not something you really think of. Right. So I thought that was pretty cool. You could die forever, pretty much, in the game. You could not come back after that. Oh, that would suck so bad if... Uh, if you didn't know that? Yeah. But how would they kick your butt? I mean, you're already like a tank. I don't know. How would you, you just get caught off guard and let them beat you? It don't be almost impossible. Yeah, I don't see that actually happening to somebody playing through this... First time, yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. So you go home and you talk to your your mom and everything. She uh, and she, she asks if you want some pussy. Does she? Oh my god! I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah, probably. It's all about throwing in the your favorite food everywhere, and then you you sit down and you go over a, a photo album with her. Which finally, okay, finally I understand what the camera guy was for, and I'm glad they did it. Fuzzy pickles. Fuzzy Pickles. Apparently, there's a bunch of spots in the, like, 32 locations of the game where you can get your picture taken. Yeah, I counted them. As, I counted 20. On yours? Yeah, yeah, so we missed a bunch of them. I don't think I got all of them either. It was kind of interesting, because I watched all the credits and everything, because you could see all the pictures, and, it, yeah, it showed every every spot. Yep. Showed where half my guys were dead on some of the p- photos, because I was just getting <laughs> killed. I was pissed, because I had to go back to the hospital, and he'd be <laughs> taking my picture. I'm like, leave me alone! No fuzzy pickles, and in certain parts of the game, he'd like drop after a minute. So you you'd see him, then you walk like a minute away, and then he'd drop again. Like, ah, oh, quit taking my picture. Yeah, yeah, there was a few spots like that. I was like, God, you just dropped down. I got only a picture for every second of the game. But yeah, if they didn't, if they didn't address that, I'd be ticked. So I'm <laughs> glad, I'm glad he you at least get to see the pictures and the credit. But after the credits, it's not the end, right? Uh, no, you get the letter from. From right, post- you get you get woken up at a knock at the door, just like the beginning of the game. Yeah, and that I, when this happened, I'm thinking, oh god, tell me that there's no game plus like there was in Chrono Trigger, game plus or uh, like in uh, Ghouls and Goblins. I didn't play Ghouls and Goblins. If you if you somehow miraculously went through it the first time to get the end guy, the guy, this is what it said. It said, "I'm not the really the end guy. I I'm an illusion." And then, oh, boom, yes. you start yeah, from the beginning again. Yeah. So, at least it wasn't that, but it was like, wow, am I going to play the game again, but just do something crazier? You know? Maybe yes. you can unlock different things. 
That's what now. I was worried about. I was like, oh my god, I just beat this game. Let it be it, over already. It's it's Thankfully, not really the end boss. You was. need to go through it again. That'd be crazy. I'd be pissed. Yeah, I know. That would kind of... That ruin. would have been it for me. I said, oh no, I'm not playing through this game. Fuck it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was good. So basically, it, it sets it up for the next one. Which it just says that, hey, uh, Pokey sends you a letter that he's making fun of you or something. Yeah, basically he says, come and get me if you can. And that's the and it says the end question mark. But there was never uh, Nerf Brown two for the U.S. There was Mother three, which had Lucas in it, and there was references to the second one that I know was of. Mother three was just a J- Japan release, right? I'm pretty sure. Now was Pokey in that? Was that like you there was a, there? I did look up a YouTube thing, and there is a statue to Pokey that you can fight. Oh, so they reference it in Mother 3, but they don't. He's not like a main enemy. I don't know if he is. All I know is about the statue. Well, you got anything else? I know I know. there's a lot of material that we didn't cover and we could, but uh, trying to keep this under an hour, which I don't think we're going to do for this show. Yeah, that's true. It, it was a lot. I mean, it's a, it's a huge game to get through in, what, four weeks like we yeah. did? Or six weeks, whatever. Uh... No, I don't really have much. Next game, uh, Fantasy Star 4. Yeah. I've already Genesis. started playing through it. It's decent so far. I'm going to start playing through For what Derek says is that you don't need a walkthrough. So if far, have, no. It tells you where to go, which yes, is great. We, we do have a walkthrough on standby in case we do need it. Uh, tell them where the halfway point is. Uh, let's see here. Let the halfway point is going to be when Tyler goes to Zosa, Z-O-S-A. Our stopping point for um for Fantasy Star Four is gonna be when Tyler goes to Zosa. Okay. So I don't know how I don't know how long this game is. Like I don't know how many hours you need to put in just to get there. But you said you're pretty far. Yeah, I have no idea how long this game is. Um, no, I'm not really far. I'm only about I'd say half hour into the game. Oh really? Okay. But I'm oh. liking it so far. The 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 command lists, how to control your characters. It could use some work. I could probably get a. I could probably deal with it. Hmm. I need to start playing it. I need to get yeah. on it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, send suggestions retrorpg at gmail dot com for our next game. Might as well do this. We. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, a new uh, fan, uh, DJ Stallworth. He at least put a comment on on the site that he that he really like really likes our stuff, and he wants us to go over his favorite games, Final Fantasy VI, which I'm not sure is the Japanese or. Them or or whatever the American three version. I, fi- I'm gonna assume it's three U.S. Yeah. because uh, for whatever reason everybody wants to call it six now. Anyway, he wants us to eventually go over those games: Final Fantasy six or Final Fantasy ten and ten two, which uh, we're going to go over eventually. Uh, but I don't know. You're gonna if if you like those games. I don't know. I know. I'll be honest with you. I've only played Final Fantasy ten like six hours in. And Derek's play. Derek's beat it, right? I beat it, and well, well, uh, I I didn't care for what I played of it. I'll give it a chance, whenever we do do it. But I'm just I'm not sure if I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna like it. Well, no, you're not gonna like it because my negativity's done rubbed off on you. No, no, no. Though so you told me about it and you let me borrow it that one time. Yeah. And you said it was well. It's kind. It's it's linear. And boy, were you not kidding! We'll get into it later. Well, yes, eventually we'll do. The, we'll, we'll review that game. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think we got everything covered. Yep. 
So once again, our email, RetroRPG at gmail.com, and our website is RetroRPGS, all one word. You don't need www in front of it. In fact, don't put it there. Uh, .com. So RetroRPGS.Libson.com. Yeah. As I... Uh, wait. What? Uh, <laughs> no, I screwed it up. What was that? What? L-I-B-S-Y-N. Yeah, yeah L-I-B-S-Y-N. All right. Okay, you know how to get there. You're good now. All right. Okay. Uh, next time, Final Fan- or, uh, Fantasy Star 4. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we're going to see how good it is, even though I know what happens. They you know things. Maxwell. I'm not going to let him live it down. All right, shut up. Don't tell me about it. I'm not going to tell you, no. Don't listen, listen to his, to his don't podcast yet because of it now. Yeah, don't listen to Gamesters because of it. Until afterwards. Then oh, that's a horrible it. thing to say. Well, we Don't listen, listen to the gamesters. No, no, we can't listen to it. Other fans, if you go to our, our you know, LibSing site, you can actually, there's links there for Gamesters, which is a good show, and uh, the Beer Schnobs, which uh, I got a couple friends that do that. So, uh, Anybody else that listens that does um, podcasting, feel free to... Uh, to tell us about your show, we will put it up on our website. We only ask yes. that you return the favor. All right. Bye, everybody. And that's it. I'm out of here. <laughs>